With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the Tableau Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. Wait, you do it at the same time? just go like this doesn't help. <laughs> I don't even know why we do that. To, to sync everything up. To sync up the visuals and the sound. Got it. <laughs> but I really do think that this episode, you guys teaming up on me, it's already been done before. So let's try to be fresh. What? Right? We don't need… We That's don't need what that. you think. I'm all about it. Dude. Well, I'm dude, all about it too. But I think it's highly conceited of you to, to assume that this episode is going to be… Like us teaming up on you as if you matter that much. Dude, it's so arrogant. Who's at the, is so arrogant. You have Who's to be at the head like of the table right now? CEO of Ian Management. Like, oh my god! I don't understand why he didn't become the entertainer. Hi guys, this is the Tableau Podcast. So we have a K-pop superstar, <laughs> titan of industry, Eric Nam. Greetings and salutations. Hi, Eric. Hello. Uh, we've been waiting for the perfect moment to have you here. Uh, we actually couldn't find it, so we just decided today was the day. <laughs> I'm really sorry. But anyways, like w- I, we feel like Eric Nam is an amazing person. And we love your uh, K-pop Tebak podcast. Well, thank you. And uh, actually, we've, uh, you know, we share a manager. We do. Yeah, your brother. Yeah. Uh, and I've inadvertently i didn't mean to mean to pry but i've sort of seen your schedule mm. like your flight schedules and stuff oh yeah and um dude it's crazy you're you're like you're flying like all over the world meeting these uh like incredible like conglomerates <laughs> and like entrepreneurs and titans of industry I, and what is going on? Are you like, what are you doing? What like, are you what planning? Are you doing? Hey, why, don't you, uh, why don't you let us know what's going on? Bro? I, uh, you know what? It's just a constant hustle, man. It's, you know how it is. It's not just the normal hustle of a, a K-pop star. It's like, it looks like you work for like the UN or something, man. All these people <laughs> you're meeting, it's crazy. How do you, how did you have time to be here today? Thank you so much. Well, um, you know, it just so happened that our amazing producer. We also share a producer. Yes. Diane and she. We share Sorry. a lot of things. We yeah. do. Everything except underwear. Pretty much. Yeah. You guys share shocks. Share shocks. Share socks. <laughs> yeah, we share shocks. <laughs> we share shocks. <laughs> we share the shocks. We wear the shocks. <laughs> this is we wear white shocks. Uh, no, but uh, she texted me. She goes, uh, do you want to come on the show? I'm like, when? Tomorrow. I'm like, well, I am not busy, but I'll, I don't know what I'm saying. But no, I'm glad to be on the show. It's been, I, I've listened to every single episode. Oh my God. It cracks me up. Thank you so much. Thank you for making great content. Thank, Thank you, you for tearing my brother apart. I'm all about it. It's just, the more and more Is I listen to it, I'm glad that people see the Eddie that I deal with. Mm. The kind of, you know, very confident, yeah. Some may call arrogant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very verbose. Yeah, conceited. <laughs> Full of himself. Center you know, of attention. It's taking me a few attention episodes longer. to yeah. 
It's taking me a few episodes for these walls to come down and they're going right back up. <laughs> right? Just so you know. Oh, that's great. But Eddie, is it okay if I talk to um, the K-pop star, Eric Nam, that you manage? Is that is that all right? If you I may. continue to talk to Eric you a may. little bit? So mm. the K-pop Tebak show is, yeah. is like... I am, so our Tableau podcast is a brother podcast yep. to the K-pop Eva show and whatever Eric is doing. So uh, how's that going? We hear like, it's going amazing. It's uh, it's going well. We're doing well. We have some great K-pop stars on our show. Yeah. Uh, you thankfully started it off for us. Dude. You were our, you know, amazing first guest. That was, that changed my life. <laughs> Like Changed literally. ours as well. It is. It made me decide to do a podcast. Oh, yeah, because well, I enjoyed it so much. Awesome. Yeah, well, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, I hear K-pop Tebak is now like the hub for all things K-pop. So like it's it's made like all K-pop shut its doors. You know, it's like it's like you know what what is that Korea boo? Korea boo? Like they're like firing people like crazy. People just getting let go yeah, left and right. Let, just... Letting them go possibly illegally. Because they're in such a hurry to get out. Um, Because K-pop Tebak podcast has basically taken over the entire K-pop scene. A black hole, if you will. A vortex. Well, you know what? I'm glad people are finally realizing how big of a force it is. Yeah, it's 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 incredible. Took a bit of time, but we're there. We have some great guests. We have a lot of things stockpiled away for people to get excited about. Mm -hmm. And uh, because of the amazing success of it, we have... Really cool people coming on and great deals coming in. And so we're excited. Yeah, soon you're going to have like managers and like CEOs of like labels, like like knocking on your door, asking oh, yeah. you for like asking you to take payola. <laughs> take like, payola. Just to, bribing us. Yeah, just trying to bribe you bribe to, to promote their artists. Right. But you would never do that. No, we have morals. Yeah, we not have not driven ethics. by money. Dive Studios has incredible integrity. I would go so far as to say that it has an integrity problem. Okay. Yeah. We're just too yeah, nice and honest. Too, too much integrity. No money. <laughs> That's right. When are we going to start injecting ads? Yeah. So, <laughs> so much world? integrity that I've been doing all of this for free. <laughs> Shout out to Dive Studio. Shout out, Dive, Shout Studios. out to Dive Studio. The best nonprofit in the world. Yeah. Oh, man. Just trying to spread the word. Yeah. Uh, the so, good word. Eric, uh, yeah. Eddie and I were discussing what we should have on our, you know, menu for you today. Uh-huh. This really sets the tone. Yeah. So yeah. we actually wanted to, but you know, we don't want to go like too serious. Uh-huh. We don't want to go like K-pop because that's sort of your, yeah, your get podcast away. area. Don't do that. And we wanted to do something light, um, something like feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about racism today. <laughs> <laughs> no, God. Okay. We invited you. Wait, for reals? Yeah, to talk about racism. All right. Uh, oh, wow. So... Mm. You know, um, <laughs> <laughs> bring it on, baby. So, like, the you know, irony, our of this ex- laughter, our experiences with, uh, you know, being an Asian. Wait, in, are we really doing this in America? Wow. Uh, I th- I thought it would be a, like a light topic, mm-hmm. yeah, like a pleasant light topic Ooh. for us to discuss. Got All some right. cupcakes coming in later. Yeah, sprinkles. And, yeah. Okay. Good. And I guess like Eddie, uh, your brother, you mm-hmm. know, you guys grew up in the same place. Mm-hmm. And Eddie was telling me that he went through some like horrifying, like yeah, some like traumatizing things. Did is you? That, is that true? Well, I, I remember 
like specifically in college when I dealt with something like that, I was uh I was pretty drunk, but the first person I called was Eric. I remember you talked yeah. to me. I was a mess. Why what like, happened? I don't even uh it was just it was as simple as um somebody was like, You gotta get out of here. You don't belong here or something. And it's funny because this was a kid that didn't go to my school and he doesn't know that I'm like on the soccer team and he's all, like the big man on this campus. High school? It's college. College. Oh yeah, my my But Eddie went year. to school in like deep south. Oh, okay. Like South Carolina. You were probably like great people, but every Wait, once in a while. Did you go to school in Boston? I did, but I transferred. Oh, you transferred. Yeah. Because of those experiences? No, not necessarily. But I uh you know, we grew up in a very predominantly white community um and when in i went to atlanta, school right? in atlanta mm-hmm. i went to school in south carolina i played soccer there and it was uh honestly it was 99.9 percent of my experiences were very positive but it was like a kid visiting um didn't know that i was close with like the fraternity there and like i'm there every weekend with my teammates and he just like came up okay, to me again you're kind of bragging but yeah. um that's fine <laughs> well i'm just trying to set Do you like the humble brags that he just it's I'm, just a thick yeah, layer. It just keeps flexing. But like it's like I'm trying to set every... the scene. My goodness. <laughs> yeah. So, so he, you know what he's trying to tell us, right? He's trying. He's popular. saying like someone, okay. someone was racist to me, but oh my I, but I was dope. Yeah, yeah. I I was pretty. He didn't he realize how dope I was. He didn't he realize. He didn't realize what he was doing. So this that's actually the. But here's my thing. My issue with that is like it. That makes it seem like it's justifiable in the case, like no, no, if he knew guys, you were a big guy. I yeah, feel like, if like he I'm, knew you were like down with these frats, right? Like, Does so, not okay. Can I finish my story? Go for it. All right. Jeez, Louise, these two. All right, let's go. I'm saying he came in being racist. Whatever. I don't understand <clears throat> his intentions, but he came up to me and he said, like, "You don't belong country. here." Like something along the lines of, "Like get out." But again, I think the reason why I tell you that is because he was very bold with it and like came yeah, to my face pretty, and, and, and straight up. didn't know that literally everyone in this outdoor balcony, they're like my homies. And I'm like kind of shocked. I'm like, what? Mm. What in the world? And he's like, yeah, like you don't belong here. You should get out of here or something. And that's well, when like literally people swarmed him and, you know, kicked him out of the house and stuff. But that didn't alleviate my pain. It was like, again, I was in a protected environment, but I I was shocked. And then obviously I've been drinking. And then the first thing I did, it ruined my night. And I don't remember much of it. I like blocked it out, whatever. There were curse words, whatever. There was um, some tension, but I went back to my dorm room. And you the first cried. thing I did, I called you Eric. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, like this just happened to me. I don't know why it happened to me. Blah, blah, blah. And, and, and you know, Eric's what did always- Eric say? He talked to me for like an hour. That's all I remember. And he was like consoling me and being like, dude, it's just, it is what it is. Like, this guy doesn't know anything. He's just, you know, he grew up in a little box. He doesn't know any better. Eric's not like, dude, go find him. Go kick his ass. No, okay, he's okay. like, that's, he's, that's you exact, know. Because that sounds like something I would say. Right. <laughs> no, exactly. Where the fuck is he? Go fuck him up. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I, I, I don't remember the contents of our conversation, but it did make me feel better. And then the next morning I was like, Pretty embarrassed because I, I guess I cried on the phone. Yeah. Okay, well, dude, I, yeah. I actually was kind of joking when I when I said let's talk about race. <laughs> dude, it hurts, bro. Um, <laughs> it hurts, dude. But um, Eric, like I, I know for a fact that you also <clears throat> must have gone through that stuff, like in yeah. Atlanta when you were growing up. Right? Yeah. Like for example, 
for me, for a very long time in elementary school uh, and sort of middle school, my nickname was Stir Fry. <laughs> and it has a good ring to it, but that's not the point. Okay. Yes. Some one, one kid, <laughs> one kid who I, you know, mistakenly thought was my friend. Mm. Right? That he was my boy. Yeah. Um, during a class, he he was he called me stir fry and it stuck. It like oh, landed. Shoot. So everybody called me stir fry. Okay. And then sometimes they would uh like hold out their hands in the shape of a, a walk. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Whenever I came into the classroom. And at first, you know, like I, I have a good sense of humor. Yeah. Like right. I've always had one. So like I try to laugh it off. That was the only way I could defend, like I've, I yeah, could protect sure. myself. But um, you know, I hated it. Mm. It does have a great ring to it, though. <laughs> I just what up, it, stir fry? It's, I've never heard that. Yeah, but I was called but stir fry, and I hated it. But I feel like it's gonna stick. It wasn't an outright racism thing. It wasn't racist to be like, "Dude, get the hell out of here, bro." It was like in jest. But that's even a problem in itself. Yeah, it just started with "Yo, stir fry." Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it stuck. And and like, do you have experiences like this? I feel like there's there are so many that I've just kind of like blocked them out. Mm -hmm. I think the the worst was though it was second grade. I I went to school and it's like the typical thing of like you take a snack to school and it's completely normal. Yeah, it's as like, a Korean, and it was like one of those like like the, shrimp like the no 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 it was it wasn't even like a shrimp cracker it was like a biscuit and you dip in chocolate. So it's like, it's just like an it's American like American snack. grand oh, yam yam. Yeah. yeah. Dude, those are fire. Those so are I take great. that to school and everybody's like, why are you eating that? I was like, because it's delicious. And then, so my teacher, this is the worst part, is because it was my teacher. And she was supposed to be like, in my head, she was supposed to be this very, she was young. She's supposed to be very nice. And she grew up like, I remember she was very like, proud Christians, all that, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Great, great teacher. She's like, oh, wow, let me try that. And she tries it. She goes, oh, that's gross. Yan Yan in the can can. And she throws my entire snack into the trash. What? In front of everybody. And I was like, oh. oh my God. Dude, you never like, told me this. And I was just like, so embarrassed. Like, Dude, that is so fucked up. <laughs> right? right? Like, you, I like, I still think about it. I was like, that's so wrong. Yeah. But, it's at a point where it's it's wrong and it's embarrassing, but that was so normalized. Oh my right? god. So for me at that point, it was still embarrassing. I was like, well, that was still my snack and now it's in the trash. And I'm yeah. probably more upset about that than the fact that you're making fun of my food. Yeah. Right. So I think those were the type of, you know, again, it's not everything wasn't bad, but those are the things that we went through and that was normal. And I think it just comes from a place of ignorance and people just not knowing anything. You know? Yeah. Well, that's crazy, dude. That is wow. That's fucked <laughs> Especially up. Especially because it's delicious. That's like what yeah, I'm kind like, of exactly like. That thing is delicious. Dude, that's I'd like be, a two dollar snack. Dude, it's I'd be all up in that trash. I can. legit <laughs> thought about like, taking it back out, but everybody was watching dude, me, so I was like, I'd be all up gonna... Cookie Monster style in that trash can. Oh, right? Dude, there. It's it's like a Nutella knocks that off, basically. Yeah, it's pretty much Nutella it took has that. those sticks now, and yeah. you just yeah, you know. no, dude. Uh, also, like uh, Red Bull. Mm -hmm. No knock on Red Bull, right? Because it got through me through, me mm. through college. But dude, isn't that just a knockoff of Paka? Right. It's a Korean energy drink. Mm. Dude, Asians be killing it. Yeah. <laughs> we were here? first. We were first. We invented that okay. shit. 
But we that's not that. the point we're that's trying to point. make. Yeah, that's so. not the point. We're not trying to say we're better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Eddie. Yeah, let me wrap this back in here. <laughs> okay, the reason why we're talking about this at all is I often get mentions on like Twitter and mm. stuff where um, a lot of our fans, like, you know, we have similar fans yeah. and um, a lot of kids are still dealing with this, right? Mm-hmm. And they often ask like if if I've ever had to deal with something like that, yeah, right? And um, I guess maybe some of these kids think that it's a new phenomenon. Mm. Because it's so much more like with social media and everything, they experience it a little more, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. And which 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 was really weird for me to think about because you would assume that there's See progress the happening. Right. And um some of the stories that kids tell me, like, it's just as bad or even worse than what we had to deal with when we were kids. And that's a How long is that time possible? ago. That seems crazy though. It it does seem crazy, but it it it, I guess it's happening. It, it, maybe it's more amplified. I don't know. I mean, I guess like the only thing that makes sense in my head is that because with social media apps and the algorithms, it's pretty much everything's an echo chamber. So you see only what you like to see. So yeah. if you're racist, you're going to be watching racist comments and yeah. racist things. And that's normal to you. On the other hand, if you're completely liberal, we are the world, that's all you're going to be seeing. So it's like an increasing polarization of people. Yeah, and ideas. no interaction. Right. Because they're being split. And um, I don't mean to say, like like we were saying, I don't mean to say Asians are better because that, that would be the same thing. Uh, but um, speaking of social media, you know, like we had Cyworld in Korea. There was oh, a yeah. thing called Cyworld. Way dude, before Dude, that Facebook. was like way before Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram. And it was basically Facebook, Instagram all together. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying we're yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It's just, dot, it was dot. just when people talk shit about it, that's the problem. And then they make the same yeah. version of it, right? right? Because Don't, you guys all went through the dental floss stage of your life. You right? did. That's <laughs> like, like, I feel like your racism was I quite know bad for a as fact well. that Eric went I went through thing. this where they like pull your eyes back kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and then they do, remember I talked about this, like, are you Chinese, Japanese, or Swiss cheese? I'm like, what? Why would I be Swiss cheese? Does that <laughs> even make sense? That doesn't even make sense, bro. Okay. Yeah, I could be Japanese or Chinese, but Swiss cheese? Yeah. <laughs> pretty cheap rhyme I mean, there, that's buddy. pretty ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I've had the dental floss thing done to me. Like, Wait, how? Like a kid actually, you, you got to think about this kid because he brought the dental floss <laughs> to school and came up to me and did this, I guess, just to make that joke. Right. That's so messed yeah, up. Yeah, and this was in Vancouver. And for some odd reason... um. There weren't many Asians in my elementary yeah, school. Yeah, I feel like Vancouver has a lot of Asians. Now there there are, but not then. In my elementary school, for some reason, there weren't many. I, it was me and one other Chinese guy. Mm. To bring this back, like I'm surprised that a lot of your fans are still writing things to you saying that they're dealing with similar experiences because uh, yeah. I've had many uh, fan letters say that, which but is shocking. even it's with crazy. like the exposure of of k-pop and, and stuff like that right it's like this is no longer like a sub-genre it's a it's a mainstream genre at some point um yeah i think even four or five years ago it was just a subculture but this is like a force to be reckoned with right but with that being said um i still think representation matters like in like mainstream media like films definitely that's where like we're lacking like it's cool music is one thing but until we're on the big screen and stuff, like, don't you think? I mean, growing up, 
who did we ha- like it, they, we were literally the first asian people that most people have ever seen you know I think so here's my thing like I I think yes representation matters in film and TV but I think it also matters in music. Yes, we're we are in K-pop but I hate the fact that we are relegated or like confined to the realms of K-pop. Yeah. I sure. hate that because that makes it feel makes it seem like our music is other or the stuff that we do is other. It's right? basically um you know, you know the uh like it's the VMA thing. Yeah. It's you the know? same thing. Making a category and just putting us all in there. Yeah. So that we don't ever come into their categories. Uh, I guess if you're going to talk about representation, like the, the Shang-Chi film mm-hmm. that's going to come out. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's this that's a milestone. It's going to be a milestone moment because it's going to be the first time that there's like an Asian superhero in a franchise it's that huge. big. Right. Pushed by Disney. Right. So that's I'm honestly, I'm like 80 percent excited. And twenty percent worried. Okay, for yeah, I, I think I'm right there. Yeah, with you, I'm being though. honest because I'm right there with you. For a guy who has you know lived a fair amount of time, and I've gone to you know school in like Canada and also college in the states, I was part like in college I was part of like the Asian American Theater Project, and where we put on plays uh, written by Asian Americans, mm-hmm. and it was really really it was a struggle to get people to come to see these shows mm-hmm. even. So um, and. And I was, you know, in a film project where, like, we were, you know, showing screening films made by Asian Americans. And one of the films was called Yellow, and it starred John Cho. Mm. And it was really hard to get people interested in that movie. Mm-hmm. Although, you know, it, it was extremely well well acted and stuff. Yeah. And um, because I have seen that entire timeline... Um, I always worry when we get another milestone moment, I always worry about like how it's executed. Right. You know, I'm sure they all have great intentions, but sometimes things don't go the way you planned. Right. And that's why I I always reserve a little bit of worry. Right. I mean, I I think it, it, it is a very fair point because it's really going to define the future of Asian American film, Asian film. I mean, until what crazy rich Asians the only movie that had like an Asian cast was like Joy Luck Club from like 1993 or something. Yeah, that parents, was my parents took me to see. Oh that my lord! In the theater. So I mean, I, I'm excited for you know the new representation in the Marvel movies, but again, it, it does. I just hope they get it right. I hope it's like Black Panther. Yeah, I hope right. they do. it I'm just really gonna well. leave it there. Yeah, I hope I hope they do it well. I hope they don't do. Ironically, you mentioned Black Panther. I hope they don't do what Black Panther did with the Korean role. Ooh. Okay. Wait, come again? What am I missing? Unpopular opinion. Black Panther did everything right. I loved it. Yeah, I loved the film. The music was great. But they had one Korean character in there. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Everyone is in this room nodding in different ways. And they obviously didn't care about how that... Asian role, you know, how, it's very small, like it's an extra basically, right. but um, still, I guess, you know, I, I'm pretty sure everyone on set, um, there was somebody that had like an agent or like a manager there that was Korean because I see a lot of Korean people in those roles, mm-hmm. right? And I'm surprised that no one spoke up yeah, or 
no one there was no one to ask if those lines made sense. Yeah, right. Like Legit went like out of the entire Marvel universe. Yeah, you, you couldn't get one person to to check if a sentence is pronounced properly. Right. That's incredible. Yeah. That yeah, did will you give us an, uh, an example of exactly what scene? Right what before they go into the casino. Yeah. And this is shot in Korea. This is yeah, in Busan. Shot yeah. in Korea, right before they go into the casino. Uh Lupita has yeah. a line in Korean. Lupita's Korean was better. much better <laughs> than the quote unquote Korean lady. Yeah, Lupita killed it. Right. She did great with the Korean. Yeah. And that's the part that sort of like kind of like made me, you know, I loved Black Panther and I loved what Marvel was doing. Right. And I I took a step back and I was like, wait, how come they took so much care? Like they took so much time to get everything right, mm-hmm. but they don't care that to they, get us right? Right. It's that hard? Right. Come on. Right. And I hope they don't, you know, I'm sure they, they won't, but like, because for the next 20 Halloweens, <laughs> oh God. we're going to have to deal with Asian kids, like, especially guys. Right. Um, Having to play, having to be Shang-Chi. Yeah. It's important to show normal, cool Asian people. And right? Glenn from uh, Walking Dead. Glenn changed my life. I love that character. I mean, it was written in a, I mean, it was beautiful. I mean, Walking Dead was the number one show in the world. And I think everybody at one point or another have thought about an apocalyptic zombie world. Yeah. But an when Asian it's- guy kicking ass. Yeah. And when it, when it, when it comes down to it, your wealth doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what religion you're a part mm-hmm. of or ethnicity. You're trying to survive together. Mm-hmm. And that's why that role of Glenn being a, like just a really, uh, he's like, he's like um, morally, he's probably the best person, best character on the show. And he ends up with like, you know, he has like the one romance in the entire show that's yeah. really amazing. Mm-hmm. And so for, <laughs> I, Occasionally, I'll like check on Google these random trending tabs, and it's like, "Hey, would you date an Asian guy?" And you're going to like Venice Beach, and they're asking like a bunch of white girls, black girls, "Would you date an Asian guy?" And this is before the BTS explosion. Dude, and I more. think I saw this video on YouTube. Dude, and a lot of people were like disgusted. They're yeah, they like, were like, they're no. like, oh, what? They're like, no, hell no. Like, I'm not gonna date my Kumon teacher or whatever. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, everybody listening to this is Asian. <laughs> Well, no. Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna date Doctor Lim. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah, not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna date my my mathematician. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm not gonna date. Oh, God. Um, I'm not gonna date my uh, hairstylist. You know. I'm my not, Tai Chi master. Yeah. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna date. My, <laughs> How far can we take this? <laughs> How far can we take this? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. No. I don't know. Dude, I'm, I'm not going to date my anime character. Yeah. God. I'd really, really hate to date my, my acupuncturist. I don't want to go out with a Pokemon. God. I would really hate to date the guy who flips my Korean barbecue. Because it's delicious. You want me to go out with the guy from Benihana's? <laughs> And here's the sad thing. We have nothing more to say because those are the roles that we are confined to. We can't even... I, I'm i stopped after five occupations of what we're supposed to be. 
It's really yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. I see oh you my mean. goodness. Um, and also, what Eric was saying. Oh, no, no. Say, sorry, before you go on, <laughs> oh, okay. there is an ending to that, right? Yeah, we just yeah. went on a tangent. It was uh, in that video mm-hmm. when they're like, oh, I'm not going to date these people. No way. This guy is nerdy. The only like common person that they're like, they're like, oh, but I will date that guy from The Walking Dead. That dude's hot. And yeah. it's because of the role he played. He's like, so he's heroic. He's like honorable. He's like, you know, he's the moral compass of the show. And because of the way he's been portrayed on, uh, you know, in that show, people love him. Yeah. Even white girls, black girls, Latinos. Yeah, whatever, everyone, everyone loves him. It. And like, what's great is like, he loves me. Yeah. And yeah, you guys are, and guys we're are all, friends yeah, with him. Yeah, we're friends with him. Yeah. So we're all yeah. flex. <laughs> You want to talk about flex, flex podcast? Flex podcast. This was not yeah, a flex he's, zone. He's a huge fan. Dude. <laughs> and I became a fan of him. Yeah. 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 It, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was an alarming video. To All to say, Marvel, get this right. Yeah. Please yeah, get no, this right. Yeah, because it's okay. Martial arts is, is a beautiful it art. Is. And it's, it's an Asian thing that I am very proud of. Right. And it's our thing, right? So I hope Marvel does it in a way where like, He's exceptionally good at martial arts to the point where he like just puts all the other superheroes to shame. Mm. Like he's got to be that good. Right. Right. And also at the same time, he's got depth and he's funny and he's just like cool. down to earth at the same time. Yeah. Weird. Right. Um, all the th- beautiful things that we are basically. Right. And uh, no pressure. Yeah. No pressure. And it's no not pressure. hard to do. No pressure. Yeah. It's not hard to. You just have to call Dive Studios and hire <laughs> us. Yeah. We'll just, consult. Yeah. Just call us. Yeah. We'll be like, hey, that line makes no sense. Clearly thought about this yeah. way too much. <laughs> uh, what would be the ideal Asian superhero, though? If it was like, if, oh. it, if this Shang-Chi wasn't happening. and like, Ew, wow. We just would build be, our own ideal character. Yeah, what would be the ideal? Like, what characteristics would he have? Because we can't, like, first of all, we gotta, right. we can't make him a math. Ma- I was going to say machine. really bad at math right? is like okay. the first prerequisite. See, this is no, a no, question we I always those. This is a question I always have. Like, you know those stereotypes? Mm. Some of the stereotypes aren't like not all of them are bad, right? Because right. mm. I always got confused when like when I was in like elementary school and stuff, mm. and kids would come up and they'd be like, dude, you must be great at math. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, is this guy complimenting me? Or like, what the right. fuck? Like, is this an insult or a compliment? Dude, he's like, dude, I am really good at math. I am really good at math. I mean, like, is he encouraging me? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Right. Um, so should we be, like, we should be embracing some of these stereotypes or should we be doing the exact opposite for representation? I don't get it. Like, right. some, it's very confusing it's, sometimes. It's a blurry line. Yeah. The same way that Eric wrote papers on this in high school, in college, like, one of my capstones was, like, literally on stereotypes and totalization, Mm -hmm. right? And while they are positive stereotypes, like, oh, dude, all Asians are good at math. You know, they're all very, very studious. And these aren't bad qualities, but it's the fact that you're being lumped in to just a general stereotype. That's the the problem because everybody wants individual qualities and unique traits. And because I'm Asian, and okay, yeah, I am good at math believe it or not. But that's not the point. It's the fact that you're generalizing us. Okay, so we're going to make this superhero... He could be good at math. Because he's going to be good at math. Like, Maybe he's good at math, but uh, like four questions shy of being great at math. <laughs> right. 
So average. <laughs> so he's runner up yeah, in the world like, he's not competition. That great. Yeah, right. you know, he's kind of kind of okay. Yeah. Right. You know, man, above it, average. Man, Marvel's got a difficult job because I'm I'm trying to think of like the ideal like Asian hero we could have on screen, right? For our for our kids to like play in like during Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um. But I can't think of any. I want, I want just like a normal, normal ass dude. Like I want some. I want the equivalent of Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. What? So you want Mithra? <laughs> yes. You want Mithra speaking English? I want Mithra <laughs> speaking English. Okay, so all we have to do is teach Mithra English, <laughs> right? Pretty much. Yeah. What do you mean I normal s- ass dude? But that's not no, very superheroish. True. Did you work at Marvel? That's great. Okay, so 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 the most anti-Asian Asian is what we have to come up with. The most which is why I said Asian bad at math, horrible at math. Yes, looks at a number and just pukes. Has never looked at a dry cleaners. Yeah. It's like his kryptonite. It's his mm. kryptonite. Sees a calculator, just just immediately vomits green stuff. Right. Okay. <laughs> So, so that's where I'm starting from. Like, yeah. really bad at math. No martial arts. Su- no martial arts. Like, super tall. Super tall. Like, <laughs> freakishly super tall. tall. Like, tall to the point where, like, you, you don't even wonder what his superpower is. Right. Because right. he's so, so tall. tall. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. tall. Yeah. Uh, also, very good at sports. Very good at sports. Like, very extremely good at sports, especially basketball, which would make sense because he's super tall. Mm. Right. Okay. Wait, is Yao Ming our ideal <laughs> candidate here? Dude, he were very, getting very close. Is Yao Ming or Jeremy Liner? And I would, I would too assume. Tall, is that too tall? Seven foot five. What else okay, can he be? What else can he be? He's right. super tall, no martial arts, throws up whenever he sees any numbers or <laughs> equations at all. Right. And also is uh, not in a quartet, right? Super tall, super good looking. He's a tan jacked volleyball player okay if we're trying that... to go against all stereotypes though <laughs> i don't know he's got to have another trait that i can't really like he's, um... i can't really say he's gotta be <laughs> like <laughs> that i don't want to be the one to say Why you just i don't know what you're talking about uh, you know like you know he's gotta like if we're going against all stereotypes <laughs> if that's the what I, do you mean Tabo? Okay. for those of you who are listening I don't want you to think that this is the 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 solution. No, we are just trying to first first of all create a character that goes against that all the fights, stereotypes, right? yeah. all the stereotypes, and then at the end of this journey, we will decide whether this is the right way to go. He's gonna, but be I'm a, saying yeah. there is one stereotype. <laughs> what stereotype? That I that you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. He's gotta have a trait. Yeah. Is this uh, emotional trait? I think it will go hand or, to hand, like hand in hand with his height. Right. It would make sense. Like proportional size. Big shoes. Undeniable. No. People just kneel down in his presence just... What? He's just too powerful. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, Eddie, but I, I, I get it. Is that what you're trying to say? We're ta- we're talking about like how good he is of a driver, right? Yeah. I, yes. yo, I didn't make this stereotype. Okay, okay, I'm just trying to go. Great driver. Why? Wait, wait. That's called Fast and the Furious. Yo, street racing is a stereotype. Yeah. Okay, like our souped up, 
You know, what do they call us? Rice burners yeah, or whatever. Rice rockets rice, or rice. something. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds okay. delicious. Yo, I got a story about these rice rockets. Okay. In college, um, I was in the Bay Area, right? Like mm-hmm. I was at, at Stanford. And we didn't have any of um, these rice rockets. Okay. Like it was the, it's the Bay Area. Like not right. many people do that. Right. Okay. Um, and we didn't have like, so the typical Asian at the time, the stereotypical Asian at the time were like rice rockets and like baggy jeans and like a, like a, you know, you know, that yeah. look, that fast and furious kind of vibe. Yeah. And, um, my friend that was living in LA was going to drive up to visit me on campus and dude showed up in a Honda Civic that was like super souped up with like rave lights and glow sticks like all over the place. And he rolled up on campus like in front of my dorm. Oh no. And I was with all my friends and I'm like, I have been, I've been prepping them. Like my friend from LA is coming and just stereotyped the crap out of us, right? With that. It, dude, it looked like a, it looked like a, it looked like condom. Oh, it dude. looked like ready to like turn into a robot. It's a in transformer the next, like, just ready seconds. to go. Okay. Just bumblebeeing it up. But anyways, uh, so is, is there a stereotype that Asians can't drive? Yes. Yeah, definitely. There's a stereotype of Asian, particularly can. women cannot drive. Yeah. It's like they can't, oh, so they, they drive and sexist. and sexist. They drive too well and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's. You can't be. There's just no winning in so this situation. So he's a medium driver, like, <laughs> just average. So our tall guy, our tall guy, is a is a sort of like average driver. Like he's just a, mm, hates math. Not too fast. Not too slow. Pretty, not too furious. Pretty good driver. Right. Okay. Is there anything else that we have to like go against? Does not go to Ivy League. Yeah, he doesn't study. Doesn't oh, study yeah. at all. He doesn't go Just to Ivy. Really league. doesn't study. Doesn't go to college. Yeah, at he all. doesn't like books. Has never taken the SATs or the PSAs. But he's not stupid. He's street smart. He's just is he? Yeah, he's street smart. Just naturally street smart. smart. Yeah, naturally smart dude. But he it's not because he's been he reading. Doesn't the Britannica. apply himself. Okay. Right. Did his parents struggle? Like, did his parents struggle so for his my... sake? Did did they sacrifice their youth? That's that was my question. So th- I mentioned dry cleaners earlier, right? Do we want to include or not include the dry cleaners? I feel like that is I a mean, that is very integral part of Asian culture. Because assuming if we go with the stereotype, mm. um, the laundromat would become like his base of operations, right? Like right. he would have it would be like his bat cave, where like he goes into one of the dryers and it's a <laughs> tunnel that goes shoots downward, right. and there's a cave underneath where he Wait. has all his secret identity stuff. But I just you sold me. That makes sense to me. It does. It does. Oh, we are creating the mo- we a have monster. The, we have the best okay. superhero really, ever. Dude, we have been trying to go against these stereotypes, dude. and we we are creating a monster right. at the this moment. This is a monster. Created. Okay, okay I, so I, the I'm, laundromat stays. So laundromat stays because because of he the, he is our superhero. He is the antithesis of all of our stereotypes. But his parents. Can be stereotypes. Can be stereotypes. So we can right. to start contrast to right, say right, right, right. this is not just who we are. So this for is... for are we keeping the backstory of like, you know, like the immigrant, like the typical immigrant family, like parents, you know, struggled and they sacrificed their happiness and like, you know, and for their kid. Yes. And yeah. we are yes, keeping that. Because yeah. well, see, here's two the other option is then it's like 
it's in Asia mm-hmm. and they're just very super well off mm-hmm. to start with. But that's just like, that's like crazy rich agents. Like that's your, do, do your thing. And I think they come around because the, they have a golden retriever. the father role, un- <laughs> uncle, uncle Wong. <laughs> <laughs> uncle Wong. All right. <laughs> Let's focus here. Okay, okay. I was trying to go off of Uncle Ben. Okay. Uncle, okay. you mean PF Chang's? Okay. Uncle Chang gets killed. So the so the aunt <laughs> Aunt <What>? May <laughs> and this May is M E I. Right. As in Pinyin Pinyin. <laughs> okay. Is it me or in the process of trying to go against stereotypes, have I become a racist? You're a racist, Tavlo. Tavlo's a racist, guys. It's just really setting us back. Have I become racist to my own people? Oh my god. I'm disassociating now. Yeah. Cut all ties. So sad to see. Oh my I'm god. sorry about the Uncle Wong part. I was trying to come up with our own Uncle Ben. And it can be Ben. Uncle Ben. I know, but Uncle Ken. I thought we were keeping the stereotypes for the family for the parents so that he could go against them. Here's what I here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. I'm not racist. Questionable. I love Asian people. (laughs) I am Asian. Dude, I love it. Tableau. Next five minutes on a rant. I love Korean barbecue, bro. Dude, 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 dude. I have Asian friends. I love, I'm, I'm friends with BTS. Bro, my wife is Asian. Bro, my doctor is Asian, dude. And we grab a drink every now and then. Dude, 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 dude. Dude, Samjang, I love that, bro. I put barbecue. In, I put it in my toast. It's delicious. Okay, uh, we've created a monster of a monster. character. What are we going to name this character? I'm a though? very uh, visual person. So as you were like naming off this checklist, uh-huh. right? Um, I just had this freakish like creature from like Hercules, like a <laughs> Cyclops type of monstrously tall person. And I think... What are we going to name him? Todd. Yeah, it's good. that's a good name. <laughs> yeah. That's a fantastic Todd. name. Todd. Because yeah. we can't... Very neutral. We can't do like... The Wong thing. Right. No. Right? We can't do the Wong thing. But, uh, (laughs) we can't do the Wong thing. These these puns are killing me. Todd is great. Todd. There is an important distinction, though. Is this an an Asian superhero for Asian Americans or Asian just people in general? Because there there is a distinct... There's Uh, a distinction. Yeah, there's a difference. Because because here's the thing. Well, they already have Shang-Chi for Asian. So ours is Asian American. Asian American. So then I I do think that the American story is key here. Exactly. Um, I think looking at the two of you, these two mega... Mega, larger than life superstars right now. I'm going to get kind of serious here for a moment, guys. Bear with me. Okay. We've been bearing with you. Here's what I think is really interesting. Eric's story. Born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia. Grew up in a predominantly white uh, community. And he did everything that his immigrant parents wanted him to do. Overachieve, uh, go to a great university, get a good paying job, Deloitte consultant. And then he said... 
yes, thank you. I've accomplished all this. Like I did what you told me to, but I'm still going to go left. I'm going to Korea, baby. I'm going to become a K-pop star. And that's what he did. Same with you. You did everything. You hit all of the exact benchmarks, all the stereotypes. And then still you graduate from Stanford. And then you're like, I'm going to become a rapper. You know what I mean? I, I hope that these types of stories can inspire future generations. And I hope that you guys, if you're out there, if you're young and you want to chase these dreams, you have role models that can show that it is possible to do this as a profession and you don't need to actually go. I mean, I think college is important, but I think you guys in a lot of ways were late to the game. You still had to go through all of this stuff, you know, before becoming an artist or a rapper or a figure. Imagine how much more powerful we could be if you just skip those steps and then early on, my future kids can be like, yo, I want to be a rapper. But I'm not going to tell them like, you can't be a rapper. It's not possible. There's nobody that looks like us being a rapper. But there are people that look like us being rappers. You get what I'm saying? Dude, Eddie, now I'm 2020. I'm going. Dude, I, I, as I was looking at you, like on your rant right now, like on your speech, yeah, I saw moments, like glimpses of Obama. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was- You're not wrong. I think you have a good point. And that's where I was actually going to go mm, right. with this. Like- we were trying to create this uh, superhero by going against all the stereotypes. And in the process, we created basically a monster, <laughs> right? right? A monster with uh, with horribly new stereotypes, right? Right. And um, I think we don't have to like look far and beyond to try to create these new heroes. We, like you just said, like, you know, just looking at Eric, he's he's a very good role model, I think. And the the path that he went um, is, like you said, it it started off on the path with with the stereotypes, you know, of an Asian, like of a good Asian kid, and then you know, veered off. And if we look around, there's a ton of us, mm. and I think we're we could all be heroes technically, yeah. right? Um, so whenever we do the unexpected thing, which pretty much everyone does at one point in their yeah. lives, right? Um, if we just if we just shine a light to these people more, I think we're going to get all the representation we need. Right. We need more platforms to show these people. Right? I just think, yeah, more platforms and just more opportunities to do yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. It's not like we don't have enough Asian heroes. We, we have just, so many stories. We have so many stories. We have so many great people. And we just don't have the, the spotlight on all these people. That's it. Right. You know? Yeah, that was beautifully wrapped up. Yeah, let's not even look to Shang Chi to be the one. <laughs> yeah, be all end the all. One There's milestone. gonna be another one. There yeah. will be others. It's not gonna be the only milestone because our hero is gonna get created. But having said that, Marvel get Shang Chi right. That's all I'm saying. I think they will. They will. They fucking better. They have to. They listen to this podcast. So. They'll get it right. No. They do listen to this. We podcast, just created though. great. We just created Todd, and Todd is Todd, Todd is a great. He's gonna be man. huge. He's I don't think he huge. should even have a last name. It's just Todd. It should just be Todd. I hate him. They're like, what's it? What? The, the villain's like, let's make the villain a, like a horribly stereotyped character. And the, the villain's like, what's your name? And then the, <laughs> and then the music goes, the music goes, do, 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 and boom, Todd. <laughs> Todd. 
<laughs> dude, Todd is a freak. He's gonna be crazy. He's gonna be the dude that everybody we look at him we're like, holy shit! Like we want to be him, but we hate him because we're jealous. Oh, but also he's like freakishly tall though. Like <laughs> we don't. That's be really him. what's throwing me like, off. How tall off. is this dude? Like, like I'm literally meters? thinking like seven feet five. -ish. Okay, that's pretty. That's that's okay. Pretty, uh, dude, what? that's pretty. That's pretty tall, dude. Huge inconvenience. I mean, but I was knees are knocking over. Did you say mailbox. eight meters? I was imagining like eight nine meters. <laughs> okay, because you said freakishly tall. Dude, okay, dude. that's a building, man. I was thinking his superpower should be like he uh like he uses himself as a bridge <laughs> Bet <laughs> between cultures. Between cultures, baby. Between cultures. Oh, but and he's also between cultures. Yes, and he could be like the hyphen. In between Asian <laughs> and American. American. Duh. Wow. That could be the logo. He's just lying down. And it's a T. Just a big T. Just. Oh, wow. I think the lesson I learned today is that um, if you try too hard to go against stereotypes, you turn into a racist. Right. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> what is the lesson at hand here today? The lesson at hand. I don't know. I don't know what I did for the past hour. I don't know, but it was a. I think. I think I learned a lot. Yeah. Did you? Did we? Hey, here's what I. Here's what I'm getting at. Some people are going to be listening to this episode, and they're going to be like, "How can you deal with a like a like a dead serious topic like racism right. and like stereotyping and like representation and um and you know have like a like a funny conversation about it, right? And the view I've always had mm. is. The more serious a topic is, the more dead serious a topic is, that's exactly when you need humor. Mm -hmm. Like, you gotta be able to laugh at it to really look at it as it is. Right. And I, I think more people should be having the conversation and never say someone's wrong in their opinion, right? Just like, I think talking about it like this and just right. having a laugh at sometimes um, is a good thing. So, uh, Marvel, hit us up. Todd yeah. is going to be huge. Yeah, we all uh, share the rights for Todd because yeah. all of us participated in his in his attributes. <laughs> if there's another character. Whatever. Yeah. Todd needs great skin. Dude, Todd is a great name, though. He needs great skin. Oh, my God. It's so much better than a Mark or, like, or a oh, Frank. I like the idea of, like, a billboard being, like, cut off at the, like, neck. Because he's so tall. But it's called Todd because be, he is going to be huge like we, we discussed he's going to be pretty huge he's going to be huge in so many ways yeah he's going to be huge yeah how do we cast him we got to find Todd he's a blockbuster in all ways mm. if you guys <laughs> oh my Todd if you guys have a casting references for Todd you guys please send it send it to the Tableau podcast and we're not we're never going to find someone that's that tall Right. Right. So what we do is we hire for the all the other characters, mm. we hire really short people. <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> should so you'll be So I'll be you'll be so all of us will be the, the Don't include cast. me. We'll be the supporting cast. Dude, I'm five foot eight on a good day. We'll have Eddie like we'll just get a like a you know fairly tall actor and then we'll have Eddie play the side. He's like the highest. Yeah, he'll play the side I mean guy. And so Eddie's the tallest person out of the entire cast. Yeah, and the hero will look huge. Yeah. So we got that in under control. Uh, thank you, Eric, for joining us today. Uh, I'm 
sure, like it's gonna be weird going back to K-pop Daebak <laughs> after this conversation. It's also gonna be weird for us to have to carry on yeah. without you. It's all good. I'm next um, door, so hit me up anytime. This is the most stimulating and funny conversation I've ever had. <laughs> uh, it went weird. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Thanks. Hopefully people enjoyed it. Have a good day. All right. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye, Bye, Eddie. See you guys. Get out of here, Eddie. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.